Well, welcome once again to Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End chat. Everything about Glasgow's West End. My name is Jim Byrne and the Pat in the title is Pat Byrne. This is episode 21. Now, I'll be brief because there's somebody upstairs banging a piece of wood with a hammer and it can be extremely irritating. This is our uh, weekly special episode where I ask Pat, Pat, what have you been up to? was the um, event at Waterstones. It was the tribute to the writer Janet Priestley. Mm-hmm. Of course she came along. So it was fabulous. Um, Miss Linda Jackson, Janet's friend, who organised it. Janet's really quite ill. So um, So who is Janet Priestley? Tell me a wee bit about why. She's a writer. She's a um, fabulous writer. She's written short stories and she writes poetry, written novels. You and I went over to, um, was it Finn's, Finn's Bar or something over on the south side? It was the Langside Writers Group. Yeah, I think I'd call um, So Janet um, performed there. I mean, she was the, she was the headline act. Green played that night. Remember, we went over, Green was playing. Oh, aye, that's right. Yeah, right. I remember. And, um, I mean, she's, she's just absolutely fantastic. Now, she writes, in, she comes from Falkirk, so she's quite a lot of her material. She talks in, in the, that kind of accent, the local mm-hmm. accent, and it's Scottish she's very, very funny. Uh-huh. She's very, very, um, very, very witty writer. So I am. Um, I mean, there were loads of, she's so highly thought of and people are so fond of her because she's a very, very nice person, charismatic and um, fabulous performer and gifted writer. So it's dead, dead sad that she's not well. So Linda, Linda Jackson is, she, she's a creative writing tutor at Strathclyde. She's also a musician, as you know. So she organized, she's organised several events actually. There was one in Edinburgh and there's one coming up in Falkirk. So she'd organised this one in Glasgow and there are very, very well-known people there. Um, Tom Leonard, the poet, and Anne Donovan, the writer, Alan Dioch, another writer, and Janice Galloway, and Janice, so people were, and then there were some of Linda's students, <clears throat> and, other, you know, uh, there were so many people, and she'd asked me if I would read a story, and then she also asked me if I would read something of Janice, mm-hmm. so because I was so nervous about that, I chose something on the basis of something short, because it's all good, so um, and then so I chose that a very short poem called um, "Graffiti," which is it's just it's so funny, it's hilariously funny. So I read that, and then I read one of my own stories, and it went really well because I am usually a nervous wreck, but because I 
you know, I knew it, I knew it was for someone for this particular purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of think, well, what am I worried about this for? You know, the scale of things is, and also you felt you were doing it for someone else. Yeah. So I wasn't, I, I wasn't nervous, and um, in fact, I enjoyed enjoyed doing it, and. People that went very well. Yeah, yeah. People, you know, a lot of people were very complimentary. But it was a very, very sort of bittersweet occasion. Because mm-hmm. you felt sad. Um, Janet's youngest son, she's got six sons. So her youngest son, Matthew, was there and he said, I'm not a writer. And then he read something he'd written. And it was so moving. Mm-hmm. It was so genuine so from his heart and he was lovely and he had a lovely voice i i mean some of it i thought that um janice galloway was absolutely phenomenal yeah she's a real talent she, and she's it, a great performer my god it, it i mean it was just wonderful and i think i mean i've seen her before and she's always very very good but i think people really wanted to rise to the occasion, I really, you know, I think that was what mm. was happening. I mean, that that was that was really. And Linda sang a couple of tunes, a couple of songs at the start of each half, which were really good. I know, and she was she was it, it was very very moving, you know. Yeah. So so that was a it was a very very special kind of night, and um, memorable, and lots of people there, loads of other writers there. Well, Brian Whittingham, Maggie Green, um, the fabulous Mary Edward, and then my friend Mary Irvin. I mean, just so many people that you knew. It was, no, that was great. That was a good night. So, so apart from that, um, I've been going to West End Festival things. Mm-hmm. I said, well, you've been coming too. <laughs> <laughs> we went along to Kirklee, to the sort of Scottish Gardens, Open Day. Oh, I did, I, of course. At Kirklee. And... What was that? What day was that? That Saturday? That was a Saturday. So we went there in the afternoon. And, um, of course, it's been so warm. I mean, I've been doing loads of work in the balcony, but Saturday it kind of broke a wee bit, didn't it? So we, the rain started coming on when we were there. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful area, isn't it, Kirby? It is. And the houses are gorgeous, and the, the gardens were... I mean, the gardens were pretty nice. They're not as nice as... We went last year, or did I just go myself to Kew? No, 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 that was there as well. It, they, they were absolutely phenomenal. I think it's because the ones up there are so much on hills. Yeah. A lot know, of them were, um, a lot of them were, it was impressive what, what people had done in creating areas to be outdoors. Yeah. But there the, the weren't really, um, like, loads of gardens, like, flamboyant gardens. Oh. They're quite small gardens, quite compact. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw Malcolm Lockheads. Yeah, and he's got his wee work and sort of hut at the end of his yeah, garden, which was pretty impressive. Um, textile artist. Mm-hmm. So he does lots of things for churches and everything, and he's very, very su- successful. But we knew him from um, 
Glasgow Caledonian University because mm -hmm. they lectured there in marketing. But um, he's he's a very, very talented man. So his, his garden was interesting. Um, I liked it. And then we had tea. In the um, pleasure garden. In the pleasure garden. I mean, it's a lovely, what a lovely place to stay. You have a bit of money. <laughs> very, very nice. So, and I bought um, a, a couple of things off. You know, I love the bric-a-brick. Bric Try and take me to bric-a-brick store and I'm happy. So I got um, two necklaces. And I really like them. And then I bought a lovely bee leaf plant. So a bee, bee bee tree. Mm -hmm. So that was handy. Some of the pictures are on the website. Yeah. Is that right? Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if people want to see. Are on the website? Or is it just on Facebook? Maybe they're just on Facebook. Um, okay. I must put some up. I'll put no. I'll put some up on the website. I did. I did before from events. So I'll put another page up. Um, yeah. And then afterwards, you dropped me down to Ocopatrick. So I saw the family. Met Michael and I, and some of their friends, Sharon and Al and David, quite a big crowd, in the Ettrick, in the beer garden, and then I went into the Opal Patrick Gala and spoke to a few people there mm -hmm. um, Claire and Frank, and I bought two wee fern plants. And then I went around to see my brother, Drew. Yeah, I think I can see them just outside the door, they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing about fern plants, they, they are so easy to grow and they'll get big. So that was nice. Yep. So that was Saturday. We didn't get a Saturday night, did we? Can't recall. No. No, we didn't. But we went out on Sunday. On Sunday we went down to... Um, Kelburn Street down to North Kelburn side because the event was on the fundraiser 7 for Syria fundraising mm -hmm. for Syria and that was so impressive I mean I had been advertising that on the website um, for a couple of weeks and my goodness they're so, they're so clear in what they want you to bring you know because you're handing in donations but they have quite a lot of these events, so people can watch out for them. There's a, another few coming up in Glasgow. They will be on the website, and I'll also put them up on social media. Very, very impressive. I mean, they've got a clear list of things that they want, particularly want, and want people to hand in, you know, in donations. And some things they want them to be new, but other things they right. can be What kind of things are you talking about? Well, I took some stuff around. I took um, uh, I took several scarves because that was one of the things they asked for. So they're preparing now for winter coming mm. in Syria. So so I took a um, a couple of warm jumpers and I took a shirt. I think I got it for you a while back. You didn't like it or something because it was still new. It still had the right. labels and all that on it. So I thought, well, take that. So I took the scarves and the gloves and jumper and jumpers and shirts. What else did I take? I took a, 
the mic, um, I took a packet of underwear that I had bought to take because I didn't want things like that to be new and in packets. But there's a big, big, huge, long list of things that, um, and then it sort of says things not to bring. So and where can people find out about that? On the website. On the website. Or if they search for Seven for Syria. Seven on, for Syria. Uh, right. On Facebook, okay. but I've, I've got, I've got, I'll find it in my, um, what's on. And so, because there are other events coming up in Glasgow, and then they have got all these volunteers, right. and you can also go to along to the event and kind of buy raffle tickets. You could, you could have had a massage, um, and then you can have tea and home baking. So they've got all that as well, but mainly they've got all these um, volunteers. And they're so organised and all the boxes and you could see so there's somebody when you go in to say you know what have you brought is it ladies or men's or what what is it and you give them the stuff and they sort it and then they've got a big big huge pile of things because people despite the fact that there's this clear list people bring stuff they can't use but anyway that all goes to it doesn't get thrown out or anything it goes to a charity shop but um then they're packing all these boxes and boxes going out into vans. This is them getting all prepared, but you know for, and then they're fundraising as well. So they're there's there's money. So they're working very very hard. Well, I mean well worth supporting because so many charities, you haven't got a clue what's going on actually, yeah. but um, you know it's very clear that they were organised and absolutely sure of what they were doing so that so i was glad to go to that and that was right beside the children's suite so you had to be wanted i had to be wonder yeah took some photographs and then when i had wondered and came back out you told me it was a maze i hadn't even noticed it was a maze <laughs> well well it wasn't the maze wasn't there yet yeah. they were that but that was the structure yeah there were lots of wooden kind of strained wooden structures that they put up which was interesting you got some good photographs. I like the photographs you took actually of the um it must there must be a sign up somewhere at the children's, children's Wood sign, yeah. Uh, that's a lovely photograph. Right. And then you got a wee funny one, didn't you? I did too. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't No dog pooping is the essence of it. Somebody make a wee painting. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a that's fabulous place as well, the children's wood, does it? So many it's quite a big area, actually. Yeah, I didn't realise it was so big. Yeah, it's big. Uh -huh. yeah. So, that's right, North Gilbert's side. And then afterwards, um, we went down to Kelton Grove. Mm -hmm. To the Cayley. The Cayley and the dancers, yeah. which you were interested in. <laughs> and you were? I, was, I went for a wonder in the gallery. Mm -hmm. I must say, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I would love to be able to dance, but my hips sore, so my dancing days are over for a wee while until maybe they give me a new one. But I loved watching it. Um, I, lo I mean, I know all those dances, you know, the Dashing White Satin, the Canadian Band Dance, and Gay Gordon. You know, I, I, and we must have, I think, probably did it in school or something. Anyway, you know all the dances. Um, and the guy who was telling people how to do it was really good. And it was the uh, um, Glasgow 
to earn this year it was called the Glasgow Fiddle Workshop and the Glasgow Folk Workshop but there were all these musicians and then the guy in charge of it he was sort of telling people how to do the dances because there were a lot of tourists there yeah so it was quite comical uh, I mean there were people from all over and I mean it was quite warm and some people they must really <laughs> they must not feel it warm because of course you've got all the um, Glasgow people out with their um, shoestring straps and their t-shirts and then yeah, then there was folk there with leather jackets and sweaters and um, you know heavy tights mm -hmm. so it was great it was good and lots of children there I mean, it was, it was, it was good. I could, I could sit and watch it all day. I really enjoyed it. It's fun. Good. And well attended. <laughs> so what did you see when you went in, into the... Did you go into Kelvin Grove? Did you see anything new? Uh, I don't know if I've seen anything new, but I quite like that. I mean, there's always the... I always have a wee look at the pictures that they put up in the corridors because they change them quite often. So they pull stuff out of the stores and put them up in the, the actual corridors and then they put they have a wee kind of board that tells you what each picture is and who painted it and who, you know. So I usually have a look at that. So there was some female portraits, self-portraits from the, probably the early 20th century, which I had a look at, including Bessie Smith, who was one of the Glasgow girls. Uh, I thought they were good. I can't, I can't um, remember exactly what else, I mean, I, I did look at them, but I can't remember the names. I know what I was upset about. What's that? I was very, very upset because I missed the graduate show of the Glasgow School of Art. Yeah, yeah, but I popped in to see it. I mean, it's absolutely phenomenal. It's really mm -hmm. good. Don't tell me again. I, mm. mean, I love, I really, I love going there so much. But I didn't really, I thought it finished on, that was what we were planning to go and Yeah, that's right. Day. And it had finished on the Friday. Yeah. They are impressive, those graduates. I, th it's, I mean, obviously we, go, we try and go every year, but it seems to get better every year. I mean, You're going to say that because I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was the best ever. The students are so incredibly impressive. They're just unbelievably good. I know. And, uh, you know, they're uh, so I mean, talented. They are, they, are, they are. I mean, and it's the, some of those... Um, degrees, the combined degrees, like they're, some of them are doing art and engineering. Yeah. You know, that, so they're producing all these phenomenal things. But was it the main one, the fashion one that you Well, it was basically at? fashion and textiles and then jewellery. Right. Fashion and textiles was in the main kind of big area. And then, well, there was a wee bit of jewellery in there, but then there was a lot of jewellery in the, in the, you know, that sort of area. So was there a lot of Chinese different. students? Uh, I didn't know it was a lot of Chinese students, strangely enough. Because uh, usually they have a lot of Chinese students right. in, in the fashion. Right. A lot of them especially. Yeah. But I mean, the fashion was great. I mean, I spoke to a few of the students. Uh, I mean, they're so, they're so into what they're doing and they're so good. They're so into what they're doing and they're so good and they so love being in Glasgow. Yeah. And m most of the foreign students have not got hope in hell much as they're dying to stay in Glasgow. Yeah, not, because of the immigration law and the, I mean, the, the anti-immigrant policy of the Tory government in, the, in Westminster. Well, the, the policies don't suit Scotland at all because mm. 
say you were studying in London and you graduated, there's a chance you will have a job at starting at whatever it is the, you've got to earn, like 35,000 or whatever. Yeah. That's not possible in Glasgow. It's not really possible in Scotland. So none of them get to stay. No, which is ludicrous. This is lost These talent. It's the exact people, and they are so sad because they can't stay. Yeah, because they love Glasgow. And that School of Art um, is so prestigious. Yeah. Now, to get into the School of Art, you've got to be really, really good. And then you you stay on and graduate with honours or something. You're, a, you're an absolute, you know, and in, in the, the scale of the world, looking at uh, students and yeah, the cream of the crop. Yeah, the cream of the crop. Nutcases in Westminster are about these idiotic rules. I can't say much it's a shame. beyond that. It's a shame. It's sad. It's sad and silly. So, anyway, um, I'm sorry I missed that, but I'll see you next year. <laughs> they have quite a few different ones over the year, I think. Just, I just I, I mean, and I was downtown on Friday. I was actually downtown Friday and um, I could have gone. Yeah, well, I think your phone went one point. Yeah, I just thought, well, we'll go on Saturday and we've got more time. Anyway, the other thing that we did was um, after the we'd been to the Cayley, we went along to the Bungalow Cafe. Yeah. <clears throat> now, that's a, a great place for people. I always think, like, if you're going to Kelvin Grove, the, the Bungalow Cafe is owned by Mother India, which is also fabulous. But the Bungalow Cafe is really nice. I mean, it's got lovely ice cream. You, you can have a lovely lunch there. But nice cakes, nice coffee, everything about it is really lovely, lovely surroundings. But that location is just across from the, if you were going to Kelvin Grove Park, there's a couple of hundred yards up the road, I suppose, you know, beyond no, the, the, the no, Bowling the, Green. No, no, no. There's a net, the entrance to Kelvin Grove Park is... Oh, aye, aye, I suppose that's right. It's aye, right, aye, 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 aye. So, I always think that if you're going in from yeah. the south side of, uh, or coming out, it's a good idea to go to the, the Bungalow Cafe, yeah. or else have a wander into Finiston, where there's loads of great places. And then if you're up at the north end, getting out the gate at the north, you can get into Yuzi Bay, or you can wander along Gibson Street. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's um, a nice a nice day out. Yeah, it's a nice day out. And that Finiston's changed, it's totally transformed in the last decade and a half. Yeah. It's a really interesting area, very kind of... Yeah, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not gentrified, it's more kind of... Hip. Hippie, hippie, cool, fight, yeah. whatever that means. Yeah, it's cool. It's good. The hidden lanes, fabulous, and they're having these um, hidden lane days where they throw open the studios and you can get in the right, Is that part them. of the West End Festival? No, it's not part of the West End Festival. Um, it's that they're doing their own thing. Right. And um, but you can go in and talk to the designers. The um, crafters and 
sometimes they'll give you a glass of wine or whatever, mm-hmm. or you can get into the hidden hidden room cafe. No, it's great down there. The other, the other thing I like down there um, is I like roots and fruits. So it's nice to pick up a few. It's the same people that own the one in Kelvin Bridge. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And I like the one at Kelvin Bridge, Bridge too. It's the shop there from the state in Glasgow Street. I always got all our um, vegetables and fruit in there. But um, that wee one down in Agile Street. I really like it. A different vibe. Yeah. It's, and it's everything so fresh, you know, the, the Scottish strawberries and um, got nice sort of yogurts and bread and it's, mm-hmm. it's a nice shop. So there was another thing um, that I meant to say to you, gin, we seem to be coming across gin a whole lot, don't we? Well, you mean sort of places that are now selling, selling gin? Selling gin? Yeah, yeah. So many different things of gin. It's very unfashionable. Mm-hmm. So they've got that. Down at the, 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 the Bungalow Cafe, there's also um, in there, just next door, is the Old old Rajas old Gin. Old Rajas Gin Bar. Right. So they've got masses of different kinds of gin. I mean, I just thought you just. Get gin and tonic. Well, it's just a trend at the moment. Um, you know, it's, it's, Gordon's gin, that was yeah. the gin. I thought you get Gordon's gin. I didn't know that you get. Although when we were in um, the Isle of Lewis, we saw that blue gin, remember? Uh-huh. I might try a gin and tonic one of these days. <laughs> Go mad. <laughs> a G and T. Oh, but if you do some teas. Okay, so what else? Oh, uh huh. I was out tonight, of course. I went out with John to see the um, another West End Festival event, the talk on Glasgow local wildlife right. and slideshow by a guy called David Palmer. So it was in um, the Bar's Road Library, Hellhead Library. So that was... Um, it was that interesting, actually. I mean, you cannot believe all these different kinds of, of birds you see. And then they had photographs as well of different bees. Right. And um, I mean, there was one bird. I'd never ever seen it in my whole life. It had a kind of, sort of spiky hairdo. Can't remember what you call it. Was it about West End bird, was it? <laughs> uh, well, he, excuse me, most of the photographs he'd taken from his own garden. But then he showed you all these places. A lot of people interested in conservation and wildlife and Dodds Home Park. You know, people doing stuff up there and people out in different parts of the East End and the South Side and out at night um, lamping in the dark mm-hmm. for looking for newts. Right, okay. Remember when we were wee, we used to bring home newts. We'd find them up the glen. And, it wasn't that fond of them, but in foxes, of course. Um, but that, no, that was interesting. So, so oh, but still, of course, festivals, festivals still going, going strong, and um, on Thursday it's the art and art awards event that last weekend at the um, 
this locality. All oh, right. Okay. Remember last weekend it was um, Samina Chowdhury, yeah. James Conner came from Ten Writers Telling Lies. That's our own project. And um, of course we usually have the music, but if we won't have the, the, you won't be playing. But um, it's myself and Gillian Mays and Michael Morton, right. which I'm really, really pleased because Mick hasn't um, performed with us for a wee while because, of course, you had a new baby. Yeah. So what day is that on? It's on Thursday. Right, okay. Thursday evening. Right. In the Thistle Gallery. And Carol McDougall is the, the writer. And the artwork, the gallery is looking fabulous. I mean, it really, really is spectacular. So I think they've sold, I think they've sold a lot, but there's, they keep renewing them all the time. It's, it's beautiful. So that'll be that'll be a nice event. I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to seeing Mick. Mm-hmm. His story's great. His story, he is a wonderful detective. He really is. Fantastic. Irish brogue, mm-hmm. putting it across well. But the thing you are playing that, Jim, um, that's on the twenty third of May is the summer ball. That's right. Over yeah. at so that's a fundraiser for um, mental health charity. Mental health charity, Impact Arts, and really it's it's an anti-suicide um, projects. And funnily enough, um, the guy Steph Shaw is known as the Glasgow Cabbie, and he does loads and loads of charitable work, and he writes all these great po- poems and very witty. He's an absolute character. He's up on the, the, the website and he's a lovely, lovely man. So he, he's been in touch and said that he would give out um, his poetry to, to hand out to people. All right, okay. So surely. And it'll be, it'll be fun and children can come to it. So bring your own bottle and kids can come. That's in the Pierce Institute in Govan? In the Pierce Institute in Govan. On Saturday, the 23rd. Starts at 6 o'clock, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Anything that you've been doing? <laughs> Working. Uh, no, <laughs> taking photos. Taking photographs. Not really. Uh, I mean, I released Jerry Crawler's podcast last Thursday, which was a big hit. Uh, See, it's looked at the stats, very busy, did very well. So that you should, if anybody's interested, you should check that out, it's really, really a good one. Uh, he's yeah, he's kind of world expert on Robert Burns, of course, but our chat wandered around all sorts of things. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's quite interesting interviewing somebody that you've known. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's all your life, and then they're in this really... <laughs> we see him the telly every now and again. Yeah, that's right. He's the, the guy that kind of weird. the copper had to send to do with Abbey Burns. Yeah. So I haven't really organised anything else. Not at the minute, but what's the, who's the person that's going to be up this Thursday? You Claire, Claire McCleary. Right. The crime writer. Right, okay. Yeah, I enjoyed, enjoyed that chat with Claire. So Are that's you, the podcast that will be released on Thursday? That will be released on Thursday. And then um, I need to 
try and pin down Greg Hemphill. He said, um, you know, he'll do a podcast, but he's been dead busy. And also um, Colin Beatty. And I want to speak to Zoe Strachan. So Zoe knows about it. I would love after having seen Janice Galloway. Um, and she's such a good writer as well. I would like to try and... Interview her for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did mention it to her. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then the other thing is that very, very early days, but we will have a, another project following on from 10 minutes, won't we? Yeah, I was thinking up an idea at the moment. <clears throat> okay, well, we'll, we'll get that together, <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. tell him about it. No. <laughs> I met James Carson too, right. in one of the ten writers. In fact, that, that was nice because... Um, did I mention I met, met James? I don't think no, so. No, you never mentioned No, I met James um, in the um, the chip. After I'd met Claire, actually, after I'd had um, interviewed... Well, not interviewed, after we'd chatted in Claire's on the podcast. I met James Carson, so that was nice to catch up with James, another writer, another Emlet graduate. Mm-hmm. So I'm so happy to see him. Okay. So that, is, that, is that your lot for this week? I've probably forgotten stuff, but I, I, I've forgotten it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that's highlights, the highlights of my week. Okay, thanks, Pat. Thank you, Jim. And bye for now to all our listeners. Bye. Bye to all our listeners. <laughs> and thus ends another episode of Jim and Pat's Glasgow West End Chat. Didn't have a chance to say at the start of the episode, but if you're enjoying the episode or enjoying the chat, please subscribe. Uh, if you have any questions for us, give us a shout at Jim at glasgowestend.co.uk or pat at glasgowestend.co.uk or give Pat a shout on her Twitter handle which is at Glasgow's West End. Okay, catch you later. Bye.